You're listening to Now I've Heard Everything, interviews from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s with voices from the past. America is fat because we have convenience, convenient banking, convenient foot chopping, convenient this, convenient that. So I try and cover all angles. Fitness expert Tana Lee Webb today on Now I've Heard Everything. I'm Bill Thompson. Well, if you've ever seen the exercise, maybe you bought the exercise video called Buns of Steel, you know exactly who Tana Lee Webb is. For over 30 years, Webb has been one of America's leading and most popular fitness gurus. Webb's popularity as a TV personality helped propel her to a series of best-selling books and videos. I met her in 1995 when she was promoting her book Step Up Fitness Workout. So here now from 1995, Tamily Webb. It's a mind-body connection, and once I can tell you, look, you guys, you have a responsibility to take care of yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually, and usually you're out of balance with one or two of those. So if working out is 90% mental, then what do I got to do? I've got to motivate you to get that body physically moving. I do have to tell you, there's more text in this book than I thought there would be when I first got it and opened it uh, out of the envelope. I figured this would be a nice book with lots of pictures and lot, lots of one-twos, one-twos, uh-huh. and things like that. But there's a, there's a lot of information in this in book. In the first few chapter, chapters, we do um, put a lot of information because, you know what, I, although I'm, I'm certainly into fitness and I do work out, I'm not a nut. And I, I'm very well educated in the field. I have a master's degree in exercise science, and I like to motivate and educate people. And so when you do a book, if you really look at it, intelligent people are buying books. Really, seriously. And that's that's why when people saw, oh no, videos are coming out and we're going to, you know, what's going to happen to books? Books just got bigger and better. And yes, I do videos and yes, I do television, but I wanted something for the people that pick up a book and say, you know what, I'm going to read about this first. It's step for me. It's kind of like when you visit a foreign country. It's always nice to pick up a book prior to going there, reading about it, and then you go, yeah, I'm more excited now about getting there and seeing all this stuff. And you get there and, and it's just so much more vivid and you're in your you're knowledgeable about the place the information i've also found in watching videos or watching espn we've been watching you on espn for a number of years uh that it it you almost get the message that in order to do this properly you have to have 150 dollars shoes you have to spend 89.95 for just the right kind of yeah. stuff and you have to have the outfit and you have to have this and that yeah and a lot of people say i don't i'm not going to mess with exactly. that it's just, it's too much trouble too much expense exactly and and see i try and cover every avenue america is fat because we have convenience Convenient banking, convenient foot shopping, convenient this, convenient that. So I try and cover all angles. So on ESPN Fitness Pros, which now I'm on the Cable Health Club show, Mm -hmm. you can step with me there. However, if you do not, you do not understand the terminology, and I'm going to say to you, let's do a basic right, basic left, alternate knee lift into a straddle, into a a straddle down. You're going to go, excuse me? (laughs) Just like you're going to be talking your lingo here in the radio station, and I'm, I'm going to be lost. But if I had some basis, some foundation, I bet you I can follow you. And it's the same with the step. So when I talk about picking up the book, reading about it, so do I need to go buy $50, $60 worth of um, uh, uh, shoes and leotards and and a step? No. I'm going to tell you, read the book, and then I'm going to ask you to get up off of your chair and just try a couple of step patterns. 
Don't, I don't care what you have on as long as you have some you know, shoes that are comfortable. You don't have to run out and buy shoes or steps. But if you find out it is something you want to do, I'm going to give you guidelines to know what to go out and buy. And it should not cost you a fortune. Does it cost to walk? No. You ask me, do I want to take the elevators or the stairs? <laughs> and I personally think if we're going to tax the smokers, which I think is excellent, we should tax people who are taking stairs, who are parking close, who are, you know, driving up to the banks. We should be taxing these people. And I bet you we wouldn't be as fat. Maybe put a meter that costs a dollar an uh-huh. hour up close and it gets cheaper the further back uh-huh. you get. That's true. <laughs> like that. But, you know, I mean, I watch the videos and I see people doing the step and, uh, you know, whoever whoever's video it is. And I'm thinking, now, why would I want to spend $75 for but you don't what have looks like to. A piece of plastic. Bill, if I if I took you in your home and, and you read the book and I and I said to you, okay, now just look around. I bet you somewhere in their house there's a ledge, isn't there? Mm-hmm. You have some stairs somewhere. So go over to that stair and try some of the step patterns. But now, as you do point out in the book, not just any stair step will do. I mean, if your stairs it are too narrow, it has to be a certain height, right? But you could certainly do probably there's 17 key patterns, and let's say out of the 17 key patterns, there are six of them that you can do just if you have a stairs or a ledge. Now, how high? Well, most of your stairs are only about four to six inches high, and that's about right with stepping. However, when you're first starting out, you can do four inches. But I talk about it in Step Up Fitness. Just start on the floor. You don't need a step. So then why call it Step Up Fitness? Because when you have to lift your body up onto a platform and back down, you increase the intensity level. Okay, so what's the impact to step training versus walking? We we measured it about it's equivalent to about three minute or three mile per hour walking, which is nothing. It is absolutely nothing. However, you can increase the impact, which we call doing power stepping. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting out, slow progression is going to keep you in it. People want everything fast. Did it take you overnight to get over out of shape? Absolutely not. Give yourself eight to twelve weeks, and in no time you're going to see changes. I did hear a commercial on our own station this morning, as a matter of fact, for some uh, fitness club or fitness uh, store saying, you know, it's time when you start looking at yourself in the mirror saying, boy, I got to get in shape for spring. And people do want that quick fix. They want to get in the ball. Sure they do, but listen to this. Every New Year's, I I bet you 90% of people say one of their New New Year's resolutions, I'm going to get back in shape. Wouldn't it be nice to say something totally different because you're already in shape? It's easier to stay in shape than it is to get in shape. But the hard part is just get, you know, starting the program. Once you get over that hump, I tell you, it's, it's nice to get up and work out because you know what it gives back to you. You feel good. You, know, you see results. So it gives you that motivation to get in there. So if you can get over the hump, instead of, you know, killing yourself working five, six days a week, which you do not have to do, a maintenance program is three times a week. What are you doing those other four days? I think that's pretty darn fair, don't you? After this short break, Tamalee Webb addresses the very embarrassing question my own daughters asked me. Now back to my 1995 interview with Tamalee Webb. Now, one should be careful not to reward oneself for that 30-minute workout with a double hot fudge Sunday. Absolutely not. However, I was just on uh, Jenny Jones, and a woman said it was about these women, nine of them, who lost a total of 1,500 pounds. And one of them said, I awarded myself. I know, that's a lot of weight. She goes, for every five pounds I lost, I, I gave myself a brownie. 
or a hot, a hot fudge sundae. So now I have a little bit of problem with that because it's like you have to reward yourself. We're always well, saying to our kids, now, if you don't do this, I'll give you that. And that should not be the fact. Fitness is a part of our of our physical being. You only get one body. I have a video called Building Tighter Assets. Do you know why it's called that? Because your greatest asset is your body. I don't care all the other assets you own. If you do not have your health, you cannot enjoy those other things. If you are overweight and you have children, you are setting your children up to following you in your footsteps. You set examples. I, I so do your have to... greatest asset is p- about your body, and it doesn't take much time. It is. It is alarming when I hear my kids asking me seriously, and not they weren't they weren't poking fun at me when they said this, as they usually do. They asked seriously if they were going to be fat when they grew up because yeah. they looked at me, and I said, "No, no." Not if you put, make fitness a part of your lifestyle. People will ask me all the time, Bill. They'll say, "Were you ever fat? What was your story?" Well, I, I don't have a story like Susan Powders. You know, I was married, had two kids, got fat, and blah, blah, blah. And, and my, my story is I was raised in a family with three brothers. My father was a semi-pro baseball player. He continued to coach children all over the, our community, and people came from everywhere. And we had to come home, do our homework, and then we went out, and, and we were always active. We were playing football, baseball, basketball, you name it. I even beat my husband in basketball. Even today, I can still do it, but he still loves me for it because he beat me in tennis. But the thing is, is, is I was always active, and I know what it's, it is to have it as a part of my lifestyle. So when people say I have no time, you, you told me that before we got mm-hmm. in the air. I, my, my job's changed around. Now I don't have that time. You do have time. You will make time. Usually people will not make the change unless a, a doctor says to you, look, you better make some changes. You're not going to be around. What about your kids? Have you had your cholesterol measured? What about your children who say, hey, dad, you know, am I going to be fat when I grow up? Or, hey, dad, are you going to be around to see my grand, you know, your grandchildren? Hey, dad, you know, you do set your children up. I lost my father when I was 14. And he was an athlete. And it wasn't because he didn't take care of himself. He had a rare heart disease at that time. It was very rare. So it wasn't that, oh, I better keep myself in shape because I don't, you know, want to die of a heart attack. But nowadays, women are having heart attacks. We're in, we're in the stressful world. And people say, well, I don't have any energy left over after work to go work out. Let me tell you, it gives you 100 plus back to you. If you will go work out, you will have more energy for yourself, for your kids, for your job for anything. Do you ever meet people who are worried about starting a fitness program because yes. they're worried about what no they're, because they're worried about whether their heart can take the, you the know stress what? of starting. It's funny you said that 2 days ago I was in I forget where I was. <laughs> I've been everywhere. I've been in 21 cities. But I was on a, a television show and a, a camera woman said to me, "You know, I'm really scared about um, working out. And I I really think I'd have a heart attack." And I said, that's exactly why you should work out because you're set up for a heart attack. If it scares you now, let me tell you, you are going to have a heart attack with or without exercise right now. If you will start a program, first of all, checking out your health with your physician, slow progression. Don't think that it's going to happen overnight. Then you are taking responsibility for yourself and lessening those chances. 
But I was appalled that she said that. Oh, I'm afraid of heart, having a heart attack if I'm going to work out. Well, you know, all the books, including yours, always start out with the very beginning by, you know, consult your physician before you start. Because you need to find out what, do you have high cholesterol? Do you have high blood pressure? Is there something in your body that you don't even know about that will affect your workouts? As an instructor, when somebody comes to my class, before they can actually join the club, there's a whole health the questionnaire that we ask you because I need to know and I ask before every class hey you guys I know I just saw you last night in my class but does anybody have any health concerns that I need to know about ankles backs heads hearts I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that some of those things you just mentioned we may not even know we have exactly a problem until and that we get is it why out. we say go get it checked out from a physician my husband's a physician and he, and it's amazing well people do not go get regular checkups but still you have people like Rita Rudner who said what am I going to call the doctor and say doctor I'm thinking about bending at the waist <laughs> and that is true but what I'm saying is if you have not worked out in let's say a year two years three years four years five years and you're considering starting a program get it checked out first because if you've not had that done it, it is good to have your doctor say you know what you come out okay your blood pressure is a little high so I want to make sure that when you're starting program take it a little bit easy maybe start with um, some some low impact maybe only 15 20 minutes and then you can work it up but we got to regulate your blood pressure I this, mean, that will make a difference. This is not a program just for women, is it? Absolutely not. You know why STEP is so popular right now? Because men can enjoy this. We have met many more men joining our classes now because it's not dancey. It's not as fast as aerobic dance. I like to say it's not as you know, coordinated as us women, so they feel comfortable doing it. It's as simple as, as doing, bringing your body up on a platform and down. And yes, yeah, some instructors, I feel, still go a little bit fast. They get a little bit intricate with their combinations. But again, it's a, it's a universal language. And if you know those language, you'll have an easier time following. Tamalee Webb is 64 now and still going strong. She was inducted into the National Fitness Hall of Fame in 2008. And you can get your copy of Step Up Fitness Workout by clicking on the link in our show notes or by going to our website, heardeverything.com. Oh, and heardeverything.com is also where you'll get a little advice on what to eat, maybe what not to eat, from a 1992 interview with diet guru Jenny Craig. People are always asking me, do you diet? I really don't diet. I eat everything I want, but I've learned to eat the things that are healthful. And in the interview you just heard with Tamil Lee Webb, you may have heard me mention Rita Rudner, the comedian. Yeah, go to HurtEverything.com and listen to my 1992 interview with Rita Rudner. I did commercials before I was a comedian, and at one point I had three running. I announced to the country that I had bad breath and dandruff and problem perspiration. People would recognize me on the street. They'd try to hose me down. And, of course, we post new episodes of Now I've Heard Everything here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can find us on every major podcast platform. And thank you so much for listening. Next time on Now I've Heard Everything, as Mother's Day approaches next weekend, we'll be talking with one of America's best-selling novelists, whose first novel was inspired in large part by her own mother and her contemporaries. My 1990 conversation with the author of The Joy Luck Club, Amy Tan. My mother actually said, you know, your father and I, this was our wish that you have American circumstances and Chinese character. She didn't say to me the second line, which how could we know these two things did not mix. But the thing she said to me all her life, that was what I think she meant. That's next time on Now I've Heard Everything. I'm Bill Thompson.